Welcome to Seeing You from God's Point of View, where we reveal the positive, powerful, phenomenal essence of who you really are to help you heal, be empowered, and transformed into the woman God created you to be. I am your host, Cynthia McClary, and if you are ready to see yourself with a new set of eyes and understand how to live out your purpose every day on purpose, you're definitely in the right place. Are you ready? Join me in today's episode. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Seeing Yourself from God's Point of View. Welcome to this episode. So today we are going to be talking about finishing the race. And what race am I talking about? The race that I'm talking about is whatever assignment, whatever call, whatever instruction God has given you, whatever he's given to you specifically, he is waiting on you to finish that thing. He is counting on you to finish that thing. So we're going to be talking about finishing the race. Because God wants us to finish. God is a finisher himself. And so he created us to be finishers. And anytime he's given, he's given an assignment, an instruction, a call, a purpose, he gives that thing to you because he knows what he has placed in you. And he knows that what he has placed in you will allow you to finish, to accomplish that thing. Philippians 1 and 6 says that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He is a finisher. He is a finisher and he's expecting us to finish whatever it is that he has specifically called us to do. Second thing, now we know, we all know that life happens life happens and now sometimes we liked we will make the excuse that the reason i'm not doing what god has called me to do the reason i'm not doing the assignment the reason that i'm not fulfilling the call that god has placed on my life that god has called me to the reason i'm not doing that is because life has happened well, there is no way around. There, there is nothing that we can do to stop life from happening. It is a fact of life that life is going to always happen. As long as there is life, life will keep happening. So that means as long as there is life, situations are going to come. Storms are going to come. We're going to get frustrated. We're going to want to throw in the towel. And sometimes we're going to throw in the towel and we're going to throw in the kitchen sink and the chairs and everything else, we're going to quit. But life will always happen. And I promise you, there will always be an opportunity, especially when God has called you to do something. When God has assigned you to do something, there will always be an opportunity for issues, for situations, for storms, for something to happen to take you take you off track, to get you off of your guard, to get you out of the place of doing 
what God called you to. There will always be something that is possible that can come up to make you forfeit the race that you're supposed to be running. God wants you to finish. Here's a truth that I know, and that is God chose you. He chose each and every one of us, and he gave us an assignment, whatever that assignment is. He chose us and he gave us that assignment, knowing full well that life would happen. He knew the storms would come. He knew the frustrations would come. He knew that we would want to give up, quit, and all of those other things. But he gave us the assignment in spite of knowing that life was going to happen. It's not like these things are catching God by surprise. Now, yes, sometimes there are things that happen in life that catch us by surprise, but we have to understand and be reassured that none of what is happening, none of what has happened, none of what will happen catches God by surprise. So technically he created you, placed in you, every single thing that you needed in order to weather the storm, in order to get through the issue, in order to go through the circumstance and go through the situation and come out victorious. He placed everything inside of you. He created you for that specific reason. He created you for the reason of the purpose that he assigned to your life. Knowing life is going to happen. She's going to get tired. She's going to get weary. She's going to get frustrated. Storms are going to come. Things are going to come and try and knock her down. Things will come that knocks her down. But what I have placed in her, what I have given to her is greater than any storm that could ever come up in her life. And now you think about all of the different types of storms that can ever happen in your life. And what God is saying is, yes, I know those storms are coming and I know they've came and I know more storms are coming, but there is not a storm greater than what I have given you. There is not a storm greater than what I have placed in you. And I think sometimes when life happens, we forget that there is not a storm greater than the word that God has given us. God speaks right before the storm. He speaks right before the storm. If you think about the things that have happened in your life, a lot of the times when storms come, they come right after or they come after God has spoken something to you. God tells you, okay, this is what I want you to do. And sometimes we may start out and it's like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. You know, we start that thing and then the storm comes. Usually that's how it happens. He speaks to us. He gives us that instruction. And after we get the instruction, that is when that storm comes. You ever wondered why God would speak to you before a storm? 
Well, I believe one of the reasons that God speaks to us before the storm comes is because number one, remember, he knows the storm is coming. And I believe that the foundational reason that he speaks to us before the storm comes is so that when the storm comes, we have that anchor of his word, whatever it is that he has told us before the storm, we have that to use as an anchor to get us through the storm to finish the race that he started us with, to finish that thing that he told us to do. So like you were created knowing full well that the storm was coming and you were given the assignment, knowing full well that the storm was coming. So he gave you an instruction and a word, an assignment, And he said, do this. And then the storm came. And the purpose was not so that you would focus on the storm, but so that you would hang hold and use as an anchor, use as a a safety net, the word that he gave you so that you would go through the storm and not have the storm go through you. So God knew, he knows that the storm is going to come, but he also knows that what he placed in you is greater than any storm that could ever come up in your life. Now we see some demonstration of this in Luke chapter eight, verses 22 through 25. So basically, you know, Jesus and the Jesus and his disciples, they have just completed like a ministry event. You know, this is real 2023, but um, Jesus and his disciples, they've just finished a ministry event, basically. And after after that event, he gives them an, instru- an instruction. And his instruction is, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. Now, if we just look at that instruction, we might miss a couple of things. So I'm going to tell you three things. One instruction had three different, he told them three different things in one instruction while saying the same exact thing. So his instruction was, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. So they were, they had to get in a boat and the instruction is, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. Number one, Jesus told them where they were headed. Where were they headed? To the other side of the lake. Number two, Jesus told them where they were going. Where were they going? To the other side of the lake. And number three, Jesus told them where they were going to end up. Where were they going to end up? On the other side of the lake. He gave them an instruction. We're going to cross over to the other side of the lake. So now when Jesus gave them that instruction, what he saw already and what he knew already was, okay, so we're on this side of the lake right now. We're going to the other side of the lake and the other side of the lake, them getting there was already finished and complete in his mind. And if you, if you, if you read these verses and that's Luke 8, 22 through 25, we see, we see the confidence 
of Jesus. So he gives them this instruction. They get into the boat and Jesus goes to sleep. Why is he sleeping? He's sleeping because he is confident in the word that has already been given, which is we're going to the other side of the lake. I don't care what happens. We're going to the other side of the lake. So he goes to sleep. He knew that no matter what happened, no matter what came up, they were going to the other side of the lake. And so because he was so confident, he went to sleep. He rested. He gave a word, which means he got a word and he rested in the word that he got. He went to sleep. So when God gives us a word, whatever that word is, whatever he's called you to do, whatever he's calling you to do, whatever he's directing or pointing your life to do, whatever direction he's pointing your life in, that word, number one, that word is sure. But when he speaks, when God speaks, we have to have the same confidence in the word that we have been given, in the assignment, the purpose that God has given us. We have to have the same confidence in that word as Jesus had in the word when he told the disciples, oh, we are going to the other side. We're going to the other side of this lake. Ephesians 5 and 1 says that we are to be imitators of Jesus Christ. We're to imitate God. Now, we already know what Jesus did when he got on the boat. He gave the word, they got on the boat, he went to sleep. He rested in the word because he was confident in the word. And I don't know if this is the reason he was really confident in the word, but I believe that one of the reason that he was confident in the word is because the word of God says, my word shall not return unto me void. So even that thing that God is calling you to, or that God has called you to, God says, my word is not going to return unto me, unto me void. And before like one iota of my word drops to the ground, heaven and earth will pass away. Like everything around you will fail before my word fails. So because Jesus was confident in the word, his confidence in the word, his faith in the word allowed him to rest while everybody else was stressing about the storm. Imitate Jesus Christ. Imitate him. Imitate him. When the storms come, go to sleep. And the, and, and the reason you, you'll be able to sleep is because of the fact that you have confidence in the word that God has given you. If God said it, oh, surely that settles it. That has to settle it. Like we have to be so settled in what he said. We have to be so settled in what he says that nothing shakes us off of what he says. Nothing moves us off of what he said. So what he says has to become more, more of our reality than the things that we're physically looking at with our eyes. 
So what he says has to be more real than the storms that we're looking at happen in our life. So we, we have, we can, it's okay to see the storm, acknowledge the storm, but don't allow the storm to keep you from resting. Like don't allow the storm to, to make you minimize what God has told you. So whatever God says to do, we need to cling to that thing because that's why he gives it. And that's why he gives it right before the storm, because that is our anchor. He knows the storm is coming, but that word should be our anchor to go through the storm. Not get stuck in the storm, not turn around. But that word that he gives us before the storm is to become our anchor during the storm. Like storm, oh, I see you, <laughs> but I'm anchored. And not only am I going to make it through, but I'm going to make it to the other side. I'm getting, I'm getting to the other side. I am finishing this thing. I don't storm. I don't know why you came or from where you came or any of those things. But what I do know is that this word that I have, it is my anchor. And I'm going to the other side. I'm going to finish this race. So we see God gave the disciples that instruction and he went to sleep because he was confident in the word. And we, like Jesus, we have to be confident. We have to have that same confidence in the word of God. If God said we're going to the other side, well, we are going to the other side. I don't care what else happens in the middle. We're going to the other side. That's the confidence that we have to have. So after Jesus went to sleep, gets on the boat, goes to sleep, then the storm comes. So God give, he give, gave the instruction, gave the word, gave the assignment, went to sleep, and then the storm came. And of course, Jesus's focus was not on the storm. His focus was on that word. And because he was focused on that word and because that word was greater than anything else that could have taken place, he was confident enough to lay his head someplace on that boat and go to sleep. Now, the disciples, on the other hand, nah, they didn't have that confidence. They didn't have that confidence. They were afraid that they were going to die. And now, you know, we might say, well, you know, oh, well, the disciples, this, that, and the other, but let's be honest. A lot of us, and, and okay, I'm not going to tell you to be honest. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest myself. There have been many situations where I was just like the disciples. Had a word, got a word. The storm came and I acted as if I never had the word. I acted as if the word that I had was not my anchor to take me through the storm. So I stopped. I quit. I gave up. I got frustrated. I did what probably normal people would do, but just because normal people does it does not make it right. 
So we have to, we have to stop normalizing stuff that's not right. And it's not right to think that it's normal that when life happens, that we put down the word of God and we magnify the storm instead of the word. We have to stop normalizing that. It doesn't matter if everybody in the world does that. That still doesn't make it right. Sometimes we put more focus on the storm and on the circumstances than we do on the word that God has instructed us so that we get through the storm. And whenever we get to the place where our focus is on the storm instead of God, our focus is on the storm instead of the word that God has given us to anchor us. Whenever that happens, whenever we magnify the storm, magnify the issues, of course they become big in our sight. And you know, two things cannot be big in your sight at the same time. So if the storm, if the problem, if the issue, if the life happens is, is magnified in your eyes, then that means the word of God, you have, you have minimized it in your eyesight. And that is a problem that presents a great problem. And that is where our problems lie. We allow the circumstances and the situations to become so great in our sight. You remember when Caleb, well, not like you were there, not like none of us was were there, but do you remember the scripture, the story where Caleb, well, where the spies were sent out to, um, to spy out the land? And when the spies came back, you know, Joshua and Caleb were with them too. And when they came back in, uh, the, uh, the spies were like, Hey man, like there are some giants over in that land. And I'm talking about like, they're huge, they're humongous. And like, we were like grasshoppers in their sight. You remember that story? I don't, I don't have the scripture written down, but if you recall that story, um, the, those spies that they, they brought the report that, listen, this is not like what's over there in that land is bigger than us, is greater than us, is stronger than us, is more powerful than us. Now, even though they had the word of God on their side, but they literally were saying just like we do whenever storms come in our life, whenever issues come in our life. Now, the same way those spies, and I think it was 10, the 10, it was the, I think it was 10 of them. The same way they brought that report, like, hey man, what's over there on the other side in that other land? Man, it is bigger than us. It is stronger than us. We are like minions. We're like peon, peons, you know, to, compared to them. Like, like we don't even have the strength that they have. Like their strength is so much greater than us. And that's the same thing that we do whenever we allow, whenever life happens, whenever the storm comes, 
and we allow the storm to become greater than the word, the instruction, the call that God has given us. And, and when we do the, when we do things like that, we are literally hurting ourselves. So, so we, we magnify the storm. We magnify the events greater than we do the word of God, greater than the instruction that God has given us. And we do that at our own expense. Think about it. We lose sleep, but Jesus slept. There was a whole storm going on in a boat that was rocking and reeling and all kinds of stuff. And I imagine if there were other things on the boats, like barrels or whatever cargo they may have had on the boat, I imagine that those cargo was slamming in from one side of the boat to the next side of the boat. And this dude is sleeping. Like, do you know the kind of peace that you have to have to be sleeping in that kind of storm out on the ocean in a boat? You have got to have a big magnitude of peace. And you know, the word of God in Isaiah 26 and 3 says, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Where do you think Jesus' mind was? On God, on the on the word, on the instruction. We're going to the other side. He was not, he was not worried about that storm. He was not concerned about that storm. No, he was being kept in perfect peace because he kept his mind stayed on the word. Can you imagine what would become of us, of each and every one of us? Can you imagine what would be what would become of you if in spite of the storms that come in your life, you just keep your mind on the word of God? Yes, I see you storm, but look, I got the word of God. So I'm not afraid of you. I'm not scared of you. Yes, I know all of these things are happening around me. Life happens, but I have the word of God. Can you imagine the peace? The peace that would be a part of your life. Just hanging yourself on the word of God, letting that be your anchor, letting that be your umbrella to go through the storm. Isaiah 26 and 3, you meaning God will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him. And, and why does he do that? Because he trusts in him. So Jesus, is my, Jesus was kept in perfect peace because he trusts God. And I'm going to say that one more time. Jesus was kept in perfect peace because he trusted God. So in the middle of the, well, I don't know if they were in the middle of the ocean or not, but in the midst of a storm out on the ocean, this dude was sleep, sound asleep. 
He wasn't concerned about what was going on. He was being kept in perfect peace because his mind was stayed on the word of God. We're going to the other side. And he trusted God. Oh, the storms are going to come. They're going to happen. But we've got to be an imitator of Jesus Christ. The same way he slept through the storm. We need to, we need to, and and I don't mean just like sleep through the storm. No, I'm talking about sleep in peace through the storm. Because we're trusting God. Because we have that word that God has given us. And you know, I know we know all the scriptures and maybe we don't know all the scriptures, but I will never leave you nor will I forsake you. And do you think that God has set you up for you to hurt you, to harm you? No. We have to take confidence in the word. Whatever that word is that God gave you, we have to become so confident in that word that no matter what storms come up, no matter what storms arise, we cling to the word so that we're able to finish this race. Listen, come join us next week and we'll continue this session. Thank you so much for joining and we will see you on next week. Remember, it matters how you see yourself and the only way to truly see yourself is through God's point of view. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe to our podcast, share it with someone who needs to hear this, and don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Cynthia McClary. Thank you.